Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the autopsy of Charlotte Gainsbourg, your absolute <laughs> most favorite Lost Watch slash Rewatch podcast, where each and every week we watch Lost, we see what's going on off the island, what's going on on the island, what's going on in the past, present, future, and all the other timelines they don't teach you about in school, and try to just figure out what's happening. I'm Daniel. And I'm Eric. And here we are, Eric. We are continuing on in Lost Season 5. We're going to be talking about Episode 5, This Place is Death, and Episode 6, 316, a Sun slash Jin and Jack episode, respectively. So Episode 5, we pick up kind of where we left off last time with our Oceanic 6 minus Hurley uh, gathering up around the docks. Sun comes out and is coming in hot and is gonna shoot ben it turns out that once everyone kind of finds out that ben and jack have kind of gathered them here to try to get everyone to come back to the island saeed and kate peace out uh sun decides to stick around because ben tells her that Jin is alive and that he has proof so they drive down to that uh church i think it was where we saw who it turns out i was correct is daniel <laughs> faraday's mother and they meet up with desmond uh, she explains that this place that they're in is basically to try to pinpoint the location of the island through magnetism or something because the island is constantly moving and she's figured out a time for them to be able to get back on the island if they are on a plane that's going to Guam and if they try to recreate kind of the scenarios that led to their initial plane crash that brought them to the island in the first place. Desmond is like, hell no, I'm not going back, ain't no way, ain't no how. And I'm bleeding a little bit into episode six here, but I'll just kind of cover this storyline. And uh, it turns Jack has to go get Locke's body because uh, Ben is tied up and is covered in blood. And we don't exactly know what happened, but something <laughs> surely did. Uh, he has to give something of Christians to Locke to help sort of build this uh, connection to the original plane crash. So he gives Locke a pair of shoes that... He gets from his grandfather, who's trying to hightail it out of a retirement community. So that's all there. Uh, they end up getting back onto the island. They don't. It doesn't seem like the plane crashes. They, they don't have all of them, but Jack, Hurley, and Kate end up back on the island, and they are greeted by Jin, who is driving a Dharma Initiative van and has on some of their clothes. During all of this, Locke and Faraday and Sawyer are making their way to the orchid so that Locke can spin the donkey wheel this time, because as Christian says, he needed to move the island, not Mr. Linus, that son of a bitch. Uh, they come across a Jin who has adventures in the past where he kind of sees uh, what happened to Rousseau and her group. It turns out that when they were sick, they actually got taken by the smoke monster and maybe were body doubles. We'll fight, we'll, we'll, maybe we'll explore that a little bit more. But... Uh, Jin gets reunited, Locke goes down, spins the donkey wheel, like I said, everyone gets back onto the island, and it's a bit of a brief recap, uh, Charlotte dies and says that Dan she did in fact live on the island beforehand when she was a little girl, and her mom gaslit her and said that, oh no, the island never existed, and she says, Daniel, a strange old man told me to never come back to this island, because if I did, I would die, and I think that may have been you. And that's kind of how that ends up. Eric, that was a pretty brief recap, but let's let's just get into it. What'd you think of this pair? Um, I think that this pair is uh, solid once again. I do think that uh, I do think that we're getting a little messy when it comes to general structure, uh, just in terms of character focus and 
character consistency, but it's it's really minor things that kind of pop up throughout. Um, as a whole, though, I, I think I enjoyed these. What were your thoughts? Agreed. I think this is a little bit more of the ramp up that I was hoping for now that we have everyone back on the island. In terms of character sh- focus and structure, I actually think the little vignettes with Jin seeing what happened to Rousseau is the best quote-unquote character-centricness that we've gotten from these episodes so far just because we haven't really had those moments where it's like oh so-and-so goes off as basically a completely unrelated adventure just because both on the island and off the island the plot's been needing to move forward so much so I enjoyed all that it I think it's potentially interesting that they kind of retconned slash re- interpreted kind of oh Rousseau said all of the people she was with got sick where it's like oh they didn't (laughs) get become ill they uh, got taken by the smoke monster and maybe were phantom body double imitation people or something so I think that was good I'm glad I'm glad that seems like everyone is seemingly on the island I thought the the stuff where it's like oh Saeed and Hurley are like hell no and then they kind of show up anyway Said maybe had been arrested and Hurley for reasons we're not exactly sure. That I thought was maybe a little bit sloppy and I'm yeah. happy that Aaron was just kind of yeeted off into the distance because neither of us really cared about him. We didn't want him coming back to the island. So a, a little bit of messiness, but the kind of plot ramp up that I'm enjoying and hoping that we start to get dig a little more deep into certain things. Yeah, yeah, that, that's you're, you're touching on most of the areas that I thought... In terms of, like, the fact that they clearly wanted to wrap up the off-island storyline to get everybody back onto the island, it does just feel, it actually tangibly feels rushed, and it feels like there's not, I mean, like, there's just not a lot of narrative uh, logic around Kate, which is always the issue, right? Like, there's just, like, the mystery of, like, ooh, Kate's, like, Kate maybe gave up Aaron to, I don't know, like Claire's mom, question mark. Like, it's that type of thing where you're just like, I don't care about this. But they're like clearly trying to have this be like such a big Kate moment. And the like Kate is suffering and like, I just don't care. I mean, it's again, it's like that issue with Kate. pretty flat. Right. And it like should be, it's clearly trying to be this big emotional moment. And like, I think the show is still trying to salvage Kate as a character when like we clearly do not care about her. And then the, yeah, it's the Hurley and Saeed stuff in particular that, like, the fact that there's just absolutely no hint at what might have happened. Um, and, like, who knows if we're going to get an answer to it. If we don't get an answer to it, it's extremely sloppy storytelling because it doesn't really make much sense. Like, the fact that Saeed would be going to Guam, like, right, isn't it? Or is it going to Hawaii or Guam? I can't remember. It's Guam, but, I think. Right. Like, so the fact that Saeed's getting arrested and then going to Guam, like, it makes no sense narratively. So, like, that for me is one of those where it's just, like, they should have at least attempted to provide some level of explanation. Um, so it's that type of stuff that I think is really sloppy because I think, like, the Eloise Hawking stuff is really fun. I think that, like, her performance is terrific and, like, the, you know, she has, like, quite a few Which, good, like... like she's just eating every scene uh, it's so good um like her interactions with everyone and the fact that like this is a dharma initiative station is like stuff that could have not worked like it like it could have fallen flat like the stuff that's happening with respect to all of them getting on the sajira airways flight but like it doesn't and it works really well and 
Yeah, I mean, that's the type of stuff that I think cancels out, especially that I, I just I think in general, this the stuff of them getting back to the island and then also like the scene of like just I mean, the fact that like they're all on the island, like the, that Jack and Hurley and Kate are all separated and like that there's 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 like not even really enough of like an interesting hint as to what happened that I think like that's the type of stuff that should have provided that like major linkage at the end of that episode but yeah um sorry i've been rambling so what <laughs> no i mean it is a little bit of a case of they wrote themselves into a corner and found a way out although it doesn't at this point seem to be the most narratively satisfying although it doesn't sink anything for me i'm not like oh well this is just a bunch of bullshit it's just right. kind of well that could have been a little bit better now that everyone's back on the island presumably i'm like all right hopefully we can kind of ramp up a little bit here I think in terms of kind of like you said, the Kate giving up Aaron or consuming him for strength is not, <laughs> is not kind of as emotionally uh, resonant as I think they were hoping for. I think the best emotional scene in the episode is when Sawyer finds out that Jin is still alive and they have like that, you know, bro hug. I was like, oh, this is a really nice moment. Yeah, yeah, that moment's really good. I think Jin in general just is such a strong piece of or not piece but strong glue if you will for this these this entire two episode stretch i think that like the fact that um which we'll, we'll i know we'll get to charlotte but like the fact that like you know he is it's very fascinating to see this character that we saw struggle immensely with like the language barrier in you know the first uh season or two that like he's having this like difficult tightrope to walk with like these French slash English speaking uh, peeps that like he's very <laughs> like confused as to what the hell is going on. Uh, he like he has to navigate that. Plus he has to navigate like the fact that he still only understands so much English as like all of the time travely stuff is trying to be explained to him and Charlotte's acting as like this conduit for him. But on top of that, like, there's the emotional glue of, like, when he gives the ring to Locke, which then we find out Locke never gave the ring to Sun, which definitely feels like Locke was a little bit, like, a little bit seedy with that with respect to not giving that to Sun like Jin wanted, maybe to make it so, like, Sun had a reason to go back to the island, probably. Um, but, like, I, I just think there's a lot of stuff with Jin in, in these episodes that is that is very good. No, definitely. He he's a good in right. <laughs> yeah. Um so I don't know if this is also where your conspiracy corner is going to go, but what's what do you think the lowdown is with uh, the Jin pulling up in the, you know, Dharma initiative van at the end of episode 6? Uh, cuz he's also like wearing their clothes, uh -huh. right? So I I'd imagine that they're kind of like back in some they're in some time period where the Dharma Initiative, as we saw, like with Ben, is like still around. I don't know what exactly they're doing. We know that like we see Daniel get integrated into the Dharma Initiative. We now see Jin seemingly has. I, I don't know exactly where all that's going to go. I'm curious. Like, I will it's a say a little bit wonky with like, you know, kind of Faraday's. Oh, you can't change what's already happened. So it's like did all of this already happen and they're just having to do it all again for the first time? Whoa. Right. Or that like, they, or that possibly it's already happened for them. But like in terms of 
when they experience time, this is like when they experience it. You know what I mean? Like it's that really, it's the thing where if you start to wrap your head around it for like a half of a second, your brain wants to implode. But um, that's kind of the fun part of this. Like that's the fun part and the messy part, but that's like the fun mess. Whereas the other stuff that we've noted is kind of like, I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's a little, it's a little not, not fun, messy, but um, what other, what other parts stuck out to you from these episodes? Um, so, I mean, we get kind of more of an explanation about, like, kind of the nature of the island. Not that, mm-hmm. the, that it just moves with the donkey wheel, but that it's constantly moving. Right. As Eloise is like, that's why you guys were never found. The island doesn't stay in one place for long. Right. Which kind of I initially kind of bothered me. Then I was like, oh, so that's why, you know, they're like, oh, without our communication equipment, we can't come and go because we could not be able to find it again. Right. Which I thought, you know, provided an explanation there. Uh, the we get a little bit more details about the smoke monster or at least kind of like more examples of it, maybe assuming the form of people or controlling them or something to that mm-hmm. effect, which is yep. feels like the first time we've really had that since Echo's last episode. Right. Which I kind of, I get that felt like a case of like they, when they started the, Oh, everybody got sick thing with Danielle. They maybe didn't know where they wanted to take that. And then, right kind of contrasting that with like oh people don't get sick on the island the only health issues are women can't carry a pregnancy to term that felt like maybe a little bit weird so i feel i feel like that was kind of a not maybe a slightly sloppy but kind of a satisfying recontextualization of that that i didn't mind yeah the thing for me with the smoke monster stuff right is like in these two episodes we get like, you know, we, we see the smoke monster come out and, like, go underneath this temple, which for us is, like, this is a new place, right, with respect that we have never seen this temple. Um, and, like, pulls a man underneath and rips his arm off, which is fun. Uh, but uh, the fact that all of the other people go down there, then Jin time travels, disappears. And then the thing about them getting sick that doesn't really make a ton of sense, at least for for me, is... Like, as of, so the issue for me is, like, the smoke monster doesn't seem to, like, the smoke monster is is smoke, right, in form, right? It's, that's the idea, and then it can, at least based on where we are narratively and what, what I'm assuming is happening, is that it then can take the form of humans, but isn't actually a human, you know what I mean? Like, even though Christian's body is not, like, mysteriously was not in the coffin, like, Remy's body was like uh, decomposed, right? And like was appearing to echo as like normal Remy. So like the thing that I can't, like the thing that I just am a little frustrated with that I can't wrap my head around, I don't know if there's going to be an explanation for it is if these people all got killed when they went underneath the temple to the smoke monster, the smoke monster presumably took their form then if that's what we're seeing. But Jin is holding his nose as like these bodies are decomposed right there. And then Rousseau actually shoots the body and seemingly kills, I believe, her boyfriend or husband. I don't know. So it's like, those can't be the smoke monster, right? Like, that's it's that type of thing where I'm like, I just don't really understand if we got an answer to that. Like, I don't understand if, if or what they did get sick with. You know what I mean? Like, there's just not really a whole lot. Because, like, the, when Locke talks with Christian, we're assuming that Christian is the smoke monster. And, like, by all accounts, like... I, as as he says, like I can't turn the wheel, or I can't. It's seeming it's seeming like he can't interact with the world around him. You know, or like he's like hinting at that. I don't know. I just like 
I'm kind of struggling with that. Does that make any sense? I kind of get what you're saying. It's a little loosey-goosey still. It's just like, if that's the explanation that like we're not seeing them be sick or like that they weren't actually sick and that it was something related to the smoke monster, I'm I'm speaking out of my ass. I don't remember and I don't know if there's going to be clarity for this. But like as of right now, that's not a satisfying explanation, at least for like it because as soon as you start to wrap your head around it, it doesn't make sense. And so that's where that's the type of stuff where like I don't love to pick apart plot holes or like these things because ultimately like you there are ways in which they things can make sense but as soon as you start to break that down it doesn't make any sense and that kind of that's the kind of thing that for me is a little frustrating and who knows maybe there is an explanation for it maybe we'll have it explained it'll make sense but we'll see um anyway that was very rambly so what (laughs) what else what else stuck out from these i think it's segment time okay let's do it all right where should we start off as always, let's go to your conspiracy corner. All righty. <laughs> I think that all the peeps who were on the plane when it came back to the island, that they all died. All the pe- So all the peeps who were on the plane that came to the island died. So wait, like the so who, are you saying? Flight? So all, every, including like Jack and Kate and... Like, specifically them, not, like, the regular passengers. Uh, uh, oh, wait. <laughs> okay, uh, wait, okay, so... <laughs> wait, so you're saying only Jack, Kate, and Hurley died? Yeah, and Saeed, Ben, or them. Wait, but what happened to the rest of the people on the plane, they just They just flew to Guam. <laughs> <laughs> so... Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait. They're so... like, damn, I've never been on a plane where like six people died before. That's wild. So you're just, oh, so you're saying that their dead bodies are on the plane. Yeah. And then they astral projected to the island. <laughs> Much like Walter using Vincent as a conduit. Their dead bodies are on the plane and they are astral projecting to the okay, island. They're like this is buck wild where they're just like, how did we get here? Where's the plane? Where's everybody else? Huh? Oh, well. Well, so the the counterpoint that I would provide to this to this theory is that one, we, we haven't seen the other people. Um, two is that in the whatever that was, the third episode or whenever third or fourth episode, whenever they found the canoes on the on the beach. There was an Ajira Airways water bottle in it. Mm. So, <laughs> did the water bottle die in the yeah. astral project? <laughs> like it breaks down. Like they brought the guitar and some clothes. <laughs> okay, okay. No, I was just I just wanted to understand your theory. Okay, that that's all right. Um, well, I wrote it down. Are there any other like sub theories or nah, bonus man. ones? No, nah, that's all okay. Um, where do we want to go next? Uh, should we do Palpatine? Let's do it. Alrighty. So this is somehow Palpatine has returned a deranged segment where I talk about what was going on back in 2009. The number one song in the U.S. is My Life Would Suck Without You by Kelly Clarkson. That gets usurped by Crack a Bottle by Eminem. Jeez, okay. If we want to get a little bit dark here, uh, Rihanna canceled her Grammy appearance because uh, Chris Brown assaulted her. Jesus. That, that was a lot longer ago than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, 
Terry Pratchett, the uh, fantasy author, was knighted by the queen. Oh, the uh, the now now deceased queen. Yes. Um, R.I.P. Man, God, she lived forever. Um, <laughs> okay, any other things? No, that's it. Okay. Um, let's do winners and losers. I would say um, that who? I mean, is Jin a winner? Um. Because he gets reunited with his peeps. That's true, and he got some new clothes. Yeah, so maybe a minor winner. Um, I would say Locke is definitely a loser in terms of like just the journey that he has to take in those in the last X amount of moments, and the fact that we find out that he killed himself. Uh, I think it's I think they said by hanging, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's um that's grim. Uh, Charlotte's a loser. <laughs> Charlotte's a loser. Daniel's a loser too. Uh, for losing basically the only person that he really cared about. Is Jack like maybe the minorest of winners? He does kind of seem like he is ha- like when we see him wake up on the island and everything. He does kind of seem happy. That's fair. He kind of, which is actually, I don't know if that's. I mean, it, he's a winner, but that's sad. <laughs> you know, like uh, at a least loser. a little bit. What? Kate's a loser. Kate's definitely a loser. Uh, Aaron is a winner. Yes. Because uh, he doesn't have to We're have all Kate winners as because he's gone. Yeah, and he doesn't have to have Kate as his mom. Uh, <laughs> that's mean. I'm sorry. That's like that's mean even for me for how we've talked about Kate. That's not fair. Um, any others? Mm-hmm. Not that I can think of. Is that it? I think so. I think, I think that's all we got. We're we're we're, we're still building. I, I know what the next episode is. I wonder if this is gonna answer or call, call bring forth ask. That's the word I was looking for. Ask more questions. <laughs> um, I won't say anything. Yeah, in that's relation what you to do, that. you son of a bitch. You just are like, I know things, but I'm Eric. I'm not I'm not <laughs> spoil nothing. <laughs> Except that uh, some girl almost drowned in a Mr. Echo episode. <laughs> <laughs> the one time, like, out of all the things that I've done in terms of getting ahead, that was the one thing that I've spoiled, which is a bonkers thing. Yeah, ult- ultimately nothing of that much importance, but it's just right. kind of funny. <laughs> Anyway, let's get out of here, Eric. This has been the autopsy of Aaron, who was consumed by Kate for nourishment and power to go back to the island. <laughs> uh, this is the most favorite Lost Watch slash Rewatch podcast. We'll try to cut a little deeper next week. Until then, I'm Daniel. And I'm Eric. Goodbye, y'all. Bye.